I'm double checking my mic, making sure this works, because we're live. And if my mic doesn't work and you don't hear me, chat, please tell me. I believe it works. The little light is going up and down, and that means it should work. And if it isn't, that's a tech problem. Anyway, I am Kate, host of this here Let's Talk Miss Marvel panel and co-founder and editor-in-chief of But Why Though, a geek community. I am here with the wonderful Suara. Hello, thank you for having me again. And CJ. Hello, everybody. Great to be here. And joining our panel today is Mesna. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am super excited to get to talk to everybody. I, uh, to be honest, I have been holding everything in. I waited till today to watch everything so I could just binge it and go straight into talking with y'all. Um, so to get started here, the first thing I want to do is point out that if you're in chat and you want to go to PAX West 2022, we are actually giving away five four-day passes. So go ahead and hit exclamation point giveaway and you can enter that way. Um, yeah, that was our little plug. And also check out CJ's full reviews of the series, uh, episodic reviews of the series on our website at butwhythopodcast.com. Um, so to start, y'all, what were, let, let's start with our Miss Marvel entrance points, really. So uh, this is going to be a, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes is going to be spoiler free, um, reviewing the series in general, and also talking a little bit about what has brought us to the character. So uh, we can start with Suara. Um, what has been your Miss Marvel journey? Wow, what a story this will be. So honestly, I, so I had heard of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel being introduced in the comics in 2014. And at the time I just thought, oh, that's cool. I wasn't really a big comic reader at the time, even though I really enjoyed Marvel TV and film along with DC TV and film. But in the last several years, I've really gone into the comics, including Miss Marvel's original run. And since uh, about, I wanna say 2018, 2019, I have read every single Miss Marvel comic and absolutely fell in love with this character, with her world, with just what she represents, not just in terms of like giving me finally Muslim representation in the Marvel universe, but just someone who's so just wonderfully uh, excitable, who I can relate to. You both, you all know I'm a very excitable person. I could see myself in Kamala that way. And culturally, you know, even though I'm West Asian, Kurdish, and she's South Asian, Pakistani, we still are like somewhat ethnically related. We're sort of in the same like linguistic group. And I could just see myself and my family and her family and again, her community. And she just, really inspired me to be more me and what my heritage is. And in general, I love her so much. She's always going to be one of my favorite characters ever. And I just love so much what G. Willow Wilson and Sana Amanat created and brought to us. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm going to be a Miss Marvel guy for life. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, what about you? Well, it's funny, much like Laura, I had uh, heard about Kamala and I thought, okay, cool. And my first intro to her was during the all new, all different Avengers run by Mark Wade, who was a personal favorite writer of mine. And Kamala had joined the Avengers alongside Miles Morales and Sam Alexander Sashnova. So I was like, like, ooh, this is cool. So I got that, loved it. And then they broke off to form the champions, which filled the Teen Titans size hole in my heart. And I was like, 
okay, I got to read more Kamala. So I picked up the G. Willow Wilson run and I was so in love with it. It's been said by a lot of folks that Kamala is more or less to this generation what Peter Parker was to a lot, to another generation of Spider-Man. And I was like, I can definitely see that. And she she just feels like a really great character. Like, like I, I love seeing her struggles and how she grows as a hero and interacting with different characters. Like it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's just so great. And I, I, I genuinely love this character. I think she's an amazing creation and yeah, that's how I got into Ms. Marvel. What about you, Mesma? So I had been an MCU fan for a very, very long time, but um, I was I was never sure that if I should read the comics, you know, like I was always like, you know, I like it better on screen. I like the stories presented that way better. That's how I perceive it better. Um, but my friend in, in Pakistan, he mentioned that there was a Pakistani superhero in the comics. Um, and that was also around the time that Um, There were rumors that they might be bringing Miss Marvel to the screen and they were just rumors. No one had said anything about it. And that got me very, very excited. And I was like, I need to read this. Um, And I think I was just mesmerized because she had these um, Arabic words that I would use on the daily. Right. It's ingrained in my culture, like Bismillah and like Inshallah. And and they were they had um, sayings of Quran in it. They had family issues they had urdu in the comics and then they had like a tiny translation in the comic panel on the side um and i loved how they took this character and literally made sure that they went in the specificity of like her culture her family her relationship not not just to her religion but her her high school relationship her relationship with how to do with superheroes and how to deal with like her her family um and i think that's that's how I I was hoping and I was praying that they do justice to this character when it's on the screen because oftentimes, especially in Hollywood, the way that Pakistanis and Muslims are presented is not ideal. Um, and I was just scared. What if like that that comic essence doesn't show in the character or or in the um, in the sh- in the show itself? So um, that's how that's how I started uh, my Miss Marvel journey. No, that's really awesome to hear. Um, and I think for me, I so I was in undergrad. Um, I was in religious studies with a focus on Islam. And I, that's where I spent pretty much all of my time. Um, I took Arabic and I was like, okay, cool. I was, <laughs> it was weird. I had this weird, like, I, I, I realized I saw myself in the character when I read her. I read her the moment she came out because I was very, like the reason I studied Islam in college was because I did not want to be pushed into studying Chicana studies or Chicano studies. Like I didn't want to go the Mexican American route. Um, and so like my Arabic's better than my Spanish, um, like that type of, like th- that's kind of where I went. And um, when it came to entering my PhD program, my thesis present presentation was, um, I had read a book called um, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim by Mahmoud Mamdani. And I was like, the way that we structure how, who is considered good, who is considered bad is something that we get a lot from pop culture. Well, we get a lot from our geopolitical biases and then that goes into pop culture and then pop culture frames it for people who have never met those people before. Um, And I was like, you know what? Let's look at comics. And I 
essentially read over 300 comics of first runs for Muslim superheroes across Marvel and DC. I only did the big two because it was there's a lot of comics. Um, and I realized that there were a lot of tropes and a lot of things that Miss Marvel just broke through. Like, she was an American Muslim who was a hero. She wasn't, um, primarily in comics, uh, black Muslims were the only Muslims that were allowed to be heroes if they were American. Um, and I started reading more and more about her and I decided I wanted to go talk to people about her. So I did ethnographic studies, talking to um, the Desi community here in Austin. Um, and asking them, like, hey, here's a panel from Miss Marvel. Did you know about her? How did this make you feel? And I literally have my entire, my degrees, my, like, every degree I have, I, I can I can give credit to Kamala Khan. Um, and she really helped me find myself and my voice and everything, too, to where, like, now I'm very focused on understanding that I can be the brown person in the room being brown and that's perfect like that is as empowering as anything else um so that's my my Miss Marvel story um it's funny whenever like I talk about it because like I I don't talk a lot about a lot of the stuff that I love 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 um like I don't talk a lot about Lord of the Rings I also don't talk a lot about Miss Marvel because they're like the things that are like close to my heart um so I'm excited to talk with y'all today um, and I definitely don't want to dominate the conversation. So we're going to talk about our expectations for the show now. Um, it, it aired six episodes. It is, I, I think it was marketed as a miniseries by Disney, but they used season finale in their most recent marketing. So I think we may get a season two. But what were you all's um, expectations, hesitations, kind of going into the start of this when you found out, you know, Disney was going to take this. And I know, Mazna, you kind of touched a little bit about um, about representation, so we'll jump straight to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was honestly worried um, a little bit, only because I had seen um, Pakistani characters being represented in Hollywood, and specifically naming like if they're showing my city or my country yeah. um they're always using that yellow filter and they're always showing that as a war-torn country which it, it is not um and then looking at all of that i was a little scared i'm not gonna lie but i think the moment for me where i kind of relaxed a little bit was knowing that um shermin obed Chinoy, who's one of uh pakistan's amazing amazing directors was behind behind the project um, and I, I felt that she has literally done a lot of nonfiction work. She's discovered social issues and all of that. So I had belief that whichever route this is going to go, um, it's going to do justice to the culture itself. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I did expect, though, was the way that the comics, mixed Marvel comics are, there's a lot of layers in it. Um, and when they said it was a mini series, I was like, there's no way that they that they can literally tackle all of those subjects like um because there's there's the islamophobia there's the high school bullying there's the family struggle there's the impending villain uh, issue there's her struggle to be a superhero there's her um the the complex of like i'm not white uh, i don't sound white i don't have the same name as that so all of that uh, all of those layers it was like looking at the miniseries i was like that's that's going to be hard to pull off, to be honest. Um, so I think my my bar was set very, very low because I was like, you know, this is a Pakistani super Pakistani American superhero um, on, on in the MCU. I'm happy that it's it's there. I do want it to like not be problematic, but 
um, I'm just I'm I'm hoping that it just doesn't mention the word terrorist throughout this show, yeah. and and I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, Swara, what about you? So, I was when I was first reading Miss Marvel and getting into Miss Marvel, I was ecstatic at the prospect of her being in the MCU. I really clamored for it. I was. Okay, you remember I was like almost like demanding it. Like she needs to be in the MCU already. Why aren't they doing it? They need to be more diverse and inclusive. Um, and I really did go in with, you know, Mazma, you said your bar was on the floor. My bar, I tend to keep my bar sky high with a lot of like um, hope that like with starry eyed hope that the MCU or like whatever will be the adaptation will treat these characters like to the best degree possible and that we would get a completely faithful adaptation of no normal and the beats of self-discovery and identity and dealing with those themes of racism islamophobia and self-acceptance that were so pivotal and so powerful in her comics yeah i had set um my expectations very high and uh then i and this is in the run-up to the series itself coming out um i had actually found out before the trailer had come out about the power change um, of her not being a polymorph anymore. And instead she would have these light construct powers that are more like to a green lantern than a polymorph. Uh, so I was really surprised and shocked by it. And I sort of held hope against hope that they would realize this was a mistake and somehow go back and change it. But the trailer came out and they didn't. and. I think that's when my expectations started to get, I started to measure my expectations and I was still excited. I still was going in hoping for the best and we will discuss like how we all felt once we watched the series. CJ? So I had, two, I, I really I had three expectations really. I hope that, I had hoped that whoever they cast as Kamala captured that same essence of teenage feeling like, oh. he, like um like felt like an actual teenager. I hope that they captured her relationship with her family because her family is very important to her. Like like they are very important characters. Kind of some just like if nothing else, please get that right. And two, the three mistakes. Uh, Kamala has been more of a, a lower stakes superhero. Like um, yeah. most of her stuff is not She's world street level. Ending. Yeah yeah street level yes exactly street level yes. And I was like. And I was like, I hope they keep that street level because not every superhero story needs apocalyptic stakes. You know, uh, yeah. Batman fights the guys in Gotham City, Blade just hunts vampires, Kamala Khan protects Jersey City. So, yes, those were my three things. And as Swara mentioned, the power change did kind of throw me for a loop. I was like, huh? But again, we'll talk a little bit about that. And yeah, but yeah, those were my three things yeah. that I had in the series. I think for me, I kind of like Muzna, like my bar was on the floor. Like I had done enough research and had watched enough things to like know like, okay, like what has been done before. And even in, even in comics outside of Kamala, like the bar was on the floor. And then I think as um, we saw the casting, we saw the crew coming together. I was like, okay, I'm excited. And then we found out about the power change. And then my bar went back to the floor. Because for me... And we'll talk, we'll talk at length about it in the spoiler half of the show. 
But the powers to me were something that I gravitated a lot to as somebody who is brown and has kind of struggled with what I look like, specifically the color of my skin. And so that was something where I was like, oh, God, are, are they going to be able to do the self-discovery that you get so brilliantly in the comic? Like, and that was that was that was my worry um, going in. Um, but getting to see Aman Valani talk, like just talk about her love of the superheroes and do everything. She kind of like I knew going in that I was going to get a great Kamala either way because that that girl just she exudes joy like she is kamala um but yeah those were my expectations um to start things off on like a high note i wanted to talk about maybe one or two things each of us really loves about the series um and i'll open up by saying it, it was really just a mon plain Kamala like I don't I don't think they could have casted anybody better than her like she captures the joy and the love both in character and out of character and I don't (laughs) I don't know if this is weird to say but like when she is acting and she's happy there's almost like a sparkle that just like you know like those anime panels and you turn at somebody and they're like they're just they're like glare like flowers and like shines around like that's how she looks like there's a joy in it um, she actually reminds me of, like, Chris Hemsworth. Like, when Chris Hemsworth plays Thor, that man loves what he's doing. That's how I see her. And so that, for me, is what I loved the most. Um, Suara, what about you? What were things that, you know, you really loved about the series? I mean, absolutely, Iman. She is just an absolute gem. She exudes so much joy. Again, that trademark excitability of Kamala. And she's such a, such a delight. And... She, for me, carried so much of the show. And while I personally wish some of the writing was better for her and other characters, she still like sold it so well. And they really did discover like such an amazing actress with her. And she's going to have a bright future in the MCU and beyond. The other thing I really did love was the cultural touch points of the series and the showcasing of Islam, Ash, seeing an Eid celebration, um, seeing prayer, seeing getting to know Sheikh Abdullah a bit, and um, just like seeing Islam generally performed, uh, uh, portrayed, sorry, in a positive light. Like I barely see that on TV. Not to go too much into spoilers, yeah. but there is a scene where they say Allahu Akbar in a such a celebratory way that you never hear on American television. And for me, that was really revolutionary. And I loved hearing that. Um, Related to Islam, you know, her culture, her Pakistani culture, seeing like the food, the clothing, the Urdu being spoken, and her family played so wonderfully by the actors they had cast. And I think they just, uh, yeah, on those aspects, on the cultural representation, they overall really nailed it. And I really enjoyed that. Masna? Yeah, um, I have to say Manvalani, of course, she's she's phenomenal. <laughs> she is there. I, I feel like MCU does like with, with these big characters like RDJ for Tony Stark and yeah. um, Chris Hemsworth and all of that. Like, I, I, I feel like they nail it with all of these characters. And and Iman Valani is Kamala Khan. She's if you see her interviews, she's just like 
it's coming off like she's she's a she fan had, girl. Like, she had that whole conversation where she was like, well, you know, the MCU isn't 616. And I 616. don't care what they say. I was like, oh my God. I yes. stand. Oh. I stand her. I love that. I love that so much. You know, she's she's like, she's she's one of them. Uh, she's one of the people who would probably go to Kevin Feige and be like, you know, I know I know better than you. Get her, get, you should get your act straight right now. Um, um, and I, I also like that there was like the comics there was no over explanation about her culture about her religion um the jokes that they made that were probably more understood by by the community by south asians or muslims um i think they never had to explain that even though mcu's audience doesn't necessarily have that the majority of that demographic but they were like you know this is this is who we are representing and this is who we serve and this is this is what's going to happen and i and i really like that um uh, i love every time urdu was on screen hearing like i i love even in like i i, I remember new girl had this portion where I think CC says something in Hindi slash Urdu. And um, I never had to read subtitles about that. And I was like, I was overjoyed about it. These are like these tiny things that bring me so much happiness. Um, and seeing like her family talk to her in that way and just like uh, being able to see, uh, like listen to what my language being portrayed on the scene. Um, also seeing Karachi there. Um, I have uh, been scarred by Homeland. Oh <laughs> uh, my God. Um, showing Islamabad, which is one of the poshest cities in Pakistan. Like it was, um, it probably had like a nuclear bomb in there or something. <laughs> it just felt like um, I was so devastated. That's why I was like, okay, I, I need to, I need to make sure that they portray this right. And it was beautiful. I love that. I love how they mention partition. It is a very sensitive topic and the way that they dealt with it was, was amazing. CJ, how about you? Well, y'all have said a lot about Iman Vellani, and again, I totally agree with all of it. She is the best part of the series, but I also love the relationships, specifically with their mother, Muneba, who's played by Zenobia Schwab, yeah. and with Bruno, who is played by Matt Lentz, because in the comics, Bruno is like Kamala's confidant, and I think they really got that. Are you really- Well, can I just I like interject really quickly? Comics Bruno sucks. This is an improvement from Comics Bureau. This is the one improvement I, I will say. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You, you're totally right. You're totally right. Comics Bruno is probably looks like he trolls 4chan. MCU Bruno <laughs> probably <laughs> it looks like the universe. In the comics, I wanted less Bruno. In the show, I wanted more Bruno. And yes. that was some I was like, oh, you did that. You made you made me want that. <laughs> yes, definitely. But yes, I do love the connections between Muneba and Kamala, especially as the series progresses. Like again, like I said, Kamala's relationship with her family is a big part of that. And I like that they yeah. do touch on how she struggles to connect with her mother because her mother had different expectations going up and has expectations for her and she doesn't feel like it. And that was really well done. I also like the visual style of the series, especially in the pilot, which was directed by Ideal and Bilal. Um, they, they do like really stuff, like there's clever stuff with like lighting and animation and like one text conversation between Kamal and Bruno was like really representing all the streetlights. I was like, yeah. this is some really good stuff. And it makes me really excited for their upcoming work on Batgirl, so. Yeah. I think the other thing that I really liked too is like, 
I, I think she's the first, like, working class family superhero, really. And if you're in the chat and you're going to say, Spider-Man, fight me, he's not poor. He's not poor. He's not – he goes to a magnet school. Like, he has Tony Stark money, too. So, like – and I think in that way, she kind of fulfills that role. And I think it's really important, too, because I think that, like, for me, that was always my draw to a lot of the street level heroes. It was like, oh, yeah, I, too, need to get my license so I can do stuff for my family <laughs> and have all of my responsibilities. And I think that, like, they did such a good job of framing her life, like not just the powers, not ever like it was like there are moments of that of the show where it is a slice of life. It is a look into her family. It is a look into her culture. It is a look, it is just looking at her that I think in a way we don't really get that often in superhero stuff. And I know that like that can feel slow, but I think for an introductory series with a new character, I think that this, you can only do this in a series. Like you can't do that in a movie. In a movie, you gotta get going and going and going. But in the show, you can just build up and kind of peel back the layers of who she is. And I also really appreciated that this is the first mother-daughter relationship in the past two years that isn't toxic um, and isn't, like, handing down generational trauma and then fighting back against it. Like, they have a really healthy relationship. They're still communicating against a generational divide, but they're very in tune with each other. And there's a mutual respect that I think like there that I would have wanted from like my mom or I know I saw from a lot of like like my friends' moms because like obviously like I'm not South Asian, but like a lot of the stuff that Kamala's mom does is stuff my mom did and a lot and a lot of the immigrant moms that I knew did. And I think like that there's those pieces that like, you nail in a way so like I'm really happy you called out the mom-daughter relationship CJ because like that is something that like I don't know it felt special like the family stuff felt they have such great special. chemistry yeah 100% no I yeah I totally agree sorry I just want to jump off on that they like there was such like a deep love felt between them and the family throughout the series and while there was conflict it was never you know necessarily like the driving antagonistic force that Kamal had to go against as we so often see in like uh stories that do deal with immigrant parents and you know I I will say you know it's funny because like when I watched the first two episodes I was worried that they were going to go that route in the series but they didn't and I'm really glad that they didn't I think that it was very nuanced balanced and the, again the family stuff throughout this series is where the story shined best yeah. And I think that's a really good transition to some of the stuff that we wish it would have done better. Because I think for me, I loved everything with the family. I loved everything with the, you know, with showcasing culture. And I really love that you called out Masna that they didn't like over explain anything. Because I hate it when things do that, especially like that happens a lot. Like when you get a Latino like character in TV, it's like, and now we're going to say this word three times in Spanish and four times in English. So you know that this is what we mean. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that it allowed for a lot of growth and like immersion. I wish the superhero stuff had that same care to let develop. Because I think for me from the villains to even the power visualizations, I think that there could have been more done to build that out. Um, and so I do want, for for me, what could have been improved is really balancing the two. Because for, 
like you end up with a really strong personal story that I felt like a lot of the superhero parts of it just kind of felt tacked on versus um, like Kamala specifically is a person who uses her powers to understand parts of herself and vice versa. She has conversations with her mom that informs how she uses her powers and like all that type of stuff. And for me, there was a disconnect kind of between the two. Um, so that was what I, I think they could have done better with in balancing the attention. Um, so um, Masna, is there anything that you think the series could have done better? Um, yeah, I think Zoe's <laughs> character should have been much better handled. And yeah. I, I think I saw episode one and then just like a hint of that, like nothing else. Like I, I was very disappointed because she never she never will be able to get that redemption arc that she does in the comics. Yeah. And we will never be able to see the, the extent of discrimination that Muslims face yes. in the United States. Um, and, and that's like an ongoing thing. It, it, it happens to us and them not acknowledging that on screen. It's, it's like a big thing. Um, I would have liked to see the superhero stuff come earlier um, than in the last episode. Um, I think I would want it. I wanted to see her kind of debate or kind of feel uncomfortable with all of the like name thing and her, kind of understanding that she doesn't have to necessarily be Captain Marvel. I think there's only one specific line um, and no spoilers, but I just, I want to say where Bruno is just like, you know, um, Kamala's like, you know, if it was Captain Marvel, she would like poke a hole through space and time. And Bruno's like, yeah, but you you realize that she's not perfect. Like this is, this is something that's reckless. Yeah. Um, and that's the only acknowledgement they get in like, okay, Captain Marvel is not, is not perfect. And I think yeah. I would have wanted them to deal with that more because that was the essence of um, no normal. They dealt yes. with it throughout her debating what she looks like, her debating who she is, her debating like, oh, my name is different. I, I don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they didn't have the same shape shifting powers that she did, um, like just acknowledging that would be great because yeah. um, the comics was so good with her inner thoughts, like just writing that out. I think that was some of my favorite bits from the comics. And I would have liked to see more of that, more of that character in there. Yeah. I, I To add to that, I feel like I was missing that moment. In the comics, there's this moment where she emerges and she looks exactly like Carol Danvers and you have like the song in Urdu on the sides and like it's and it's this thing where it's supposed to be this revelatory moment for her and her powers and then she goes through the process like oh yeah I did that because a brown girl from Jersey says he can't be a hero and the entire process of new normal is learning that you can be and all we get in the show is just the line that references the line in the comics and then that's it. Um, so I, th- I think you nailed it, like, exactly. I don't feel like there was ever, like, any of those big visual shots that, like, let you know what was happening or even, like, how she was feeling about it. Um, I completely agree. Um, Suara, what about you? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, y'all, like, uh, said a lot of uh, the things. I'm just, I'll just start with what we were just talking about. It's such a loss, really. Like, you know, with the loss of the polymorphic powers, I knew that we in all likelihood would not get that iconic moment from the comics when she accidentally, subconsciously transforms into Carol Danvers and realizes, oh, I thought this is what I wanted, but this isn't what I want. I don't feel good in my body. I want to go back to who I actually am. And 
the way that Jewel Wilson writes it is so moving, so poignant. And I, I just want to give praise to Jewel Wilson for a second because like she's such a brilliant writer. She is Muslim. And I find it interesting, you know, like with her, she is a white woman but she understands so deeply. She's really integrated herself in the culture so genuinely. She is a part of our culture. And I love Willow's work so much. She's brilliant. And the way she was able to capture that in the comics, of course, as well with Sana Amanat's editing and like input, you know, as a Pakistani Muslim, uh, you know, editing the comic, they were able to create something so beautiful, so poignant, so meaningful. Yeah. And, the fact that we didn't get that, because that was the pivotal moment for Miss Marvel. The fact that we didn't get that in the show was so disappointing to me. I mean, without yeah. spoiling. Yeah. Uh, we so power changes also, was known. That's not a spoiler. We yeah that. Right. right, right I, I declare right. no, like, no spoiler get, said. <laughs> but, but not but not getting the moment of her oh, transforming yeah. into Carol. No, yeah. I, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, while I did like some of the acknowledgement of Islamophobia, particularly from government surveillance. Yeah, the uh, lack of it from Zoe or the interpersonal yeah. racism and Islamophobia, that's where it happens daily for Muslims, for brown people, for people mm -hmm. of marginalized backgrounds. And it's in undoing that, in addressing it, in undoing it, and unpacking why these non-marginalized people will say that to us that is powerful. That is resonant. That was what was so great about Zoe's arc, as Masna mentioned. It's just like Zoe realized that, oh, I've been an Islamophobe. I should not have asked Nakia, oh, you're not wearing your hijab because someone's going to honor kill you. Yep. Like That is like a wildly Islamophobic statement. And again, she realizes better. And that's where comics, where storytelling can be so great at bridging these divides, actually bridging these divides and actually like letting these non-marginalized people know this is where you're wrong and this is yeah. how Muslims actually are. And Mazna, as you said, it's an ongoing thing that Muslims and brown people are still dealing with. We didn't solve this in the years in 20, since 2014. We haven't solved yeah. it. It's still ongoing. And Diagonally um, Kamala yeah. hasn't solved it in, in her yes. comics. Like she's yes. still dealing with it. Exactly, exactly. Um, but other than that, on a non-spoiler note, um, the, the, the powers and the villains. Yeah. This was, in tying them together, and even though I understand they were trying to tie the power set to her family heritage in a way, but still, for me, the way it was executed was, along with the villains, was simultaneously convoluted, um, a bit sloppy, if I'm being quite honest, and just so much crammed in. And it was unfortunately a rather unelegant way of execution, especially compared to the really great things that we got in yeah. the show. I will get more into the spoiler talk about it, but um, I will go ahead and say, I think these are some of the most subpar villains in the entire MCU, unfortunately. Yeah. CJ, what about you? Well, uh, Mazna and Suara raised really great points about Zoe. There was so much you could have done with her. And actually, there is a great way you could have done that. And because she's like a big social media person, touch on that. Because here's the skinny white blonde girl versus this 
um, versus a regular person that's saying Santa. There's a way to touch on how this morphic social media can be yeah. and tie into that imagery as well as, you know. That would have been so great. I would have loved that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what being a writer is like. You keep thinking about how different ways a project can go, even if you like it or you don't like yeah. it. You do, oh, yeah, here's how I would do it. But yeah, that's what I would have done. And given like an episode to that, which leads me to my other big moment, the six episode format. It was not enough. I'm going to be real with you guys. Yeah. Only Moon Knight and Loki have managed to make this format work. Okay. The rest of I, them, I don't even think Moonlight made it work. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, more, more episodes would not hurt. I don't think anybody would have been mad with like an eight to mm-hmm. 10 episode one. Especially again, for the amount of stuff they were trying to cram in this series. Exactly, exactly. There are two arcs in one story. And that's why it feels like some of the stuff doesn't get parsed out. Because if you had gone hard on um, damage control, you could have gone in very, very deep into the Islamophobia, very, very deep into consistent surveillance. And then if you then you can go into like the uh, the clandestine and then you can go really deep over there. And because you just had the two like we're gonna do both in exactly six hours honestly if it was up to me i would have been an eight episode series and done like stranger things did volume one here volume two there each deals with a specific villain and both but yeah please i am hoping that the next series is longer than six episodes yeah it's hard but yeah that's my that was that was my no i and and to end and now that we're gonna wrap up our um our spoiler free part um I kind of want to end on because I, I it sounds like from what everybody has said about what they loved, I feel you all would think people you, okay. I'm not gonna make assumptions. Last thing for the spoiler free, do you think people should watch the show, and why? It can be a personal reason, it can be a show reason, it can be whichever. Um, and we can start with Mazna. Yeah, people should watch it because um, I think it's important to understand that superheroes. They come in all colors. Um, they are diverse. Um, seeing Avengers 2012, which was which used to be my favorite movie, um, they were all white, and I and I didn't realize how hard it was for me to picture a superhero that wasn't white um, till I started seeing Black Panther and then Shang Chi, and I'm just like, you know, this is amazing. Why haven't we? Why haven't we been doing this all this time? Um, and I think people should understand it, and people should um understand different cultures even even in a way to like um know a person's religion or know where they're coming from i think it'll help them in in a way um and i think it's also important for um especially little kids um who are from this background who are south asian who are muslims um getting to see themselves represented on screen getting something that we didn't have growing up um i think I think it's really important to show that diversity and show, and and okay and and I do want to mention having Miss Marvel on the screen is not wokeness, um, it's just what it is. We are we look like you, we are around you, and it's like it's just the the time to have us on the screen, and this should have been done way way before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. CJ, I definitely think folks should watch it if nothing else for Imani Vel- Iman Veloni's performance as Miss Marvel, as well as the family stuff, because my gosh, I, I just love all the family scenes between the cons and just, it's just so great. And she's 
a phenomenal actress and yeah yeah i definitely think people should watch it suara i will echo our co-host and say that yes you should watch the show for iman Vellani for the Muslim and Pakistani representation, for the wonderful family elements. But what you should also do is read the Miss Marvel comics. Whether you read them before or after, please read these incredible Eisner award-winning comics that change the landscape in so many ways. And again, what G. Willow Wilson and Sana Amanat did with those amazing stories and what other amazing creators are now doing, like Samira Ahmed and uh, Saladin Ahmed are doing with, have done with Miss Marvel. Like you should read all of it because so, so good. And Nadia Shamas. Yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody should watch it. Um, but I, I will say I may have liked it the least out of everybody on the panel, but I think that you should watch it and understand it as an iteration of the character. Because I think once I kind of, like, I watched the first two episodes and I was just mad. Because I was like, this isn't this Marvel. I've dedicated my, like, I like she means so much to me. Like, I've read, like, I felt very, like, hurt watching the first two. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I'll come back and binge. And then I binged it just letting it stand on its own and not judging it against what I had had. Um, and then when I did that and I came back, I was like, okay, you know what? No, this is its own thing. And Iman Vellani carries it as its own thing. And that's important. So I think that if you're a really big fan of the Miss Marvel comics and you have kind of held off, just just do what you do with the other MCU stuff. Don't hold it to comic accuracy and go in. Like that's that's kind of like you do that and you can just appreciate the joy that comes from it. And I think for me, I think everybody should watch it just because Iman, she's just amazing. Like, I I just want it for her. Um, but yeah, so it's the this, Simpsons. Bo- it's a board from the Simpsons. Do it for her. Do it her. for her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I will say with that, um, because if you're in the stream, uh, we usually cut out this part, put it on YouTube. So we're going to do a quick outro. Um, Suara, why don't you let people know where they can find you? Well, thank you so much for having me. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Spider Squars. I write for, I have been writing Miss Marvel reviews for io9. I have a piece on Polygon, another piece on going up on Polygon and Miss Marvel. Um, I am a co-host. Oh, and I also write for Nerds of Color. I am a co-host of the Middle Geeks on the Nerds of Color podcast network and into the Spidercast on the But Why Though podcast network. CJ? You can find me on Twitter at CJ Writes Things. You can find my writing on But Why Though, where, as Kate mentioned, I've reviewed the entire season of Miss Marvel. You can also find my writing on Collider, Slash Film, and IGN. And I am the other co-host of Into the Spidercast, where we talk all things Spidey. And Masna? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Masna SHZ. And if you want to see me covering Miss Marvel, I do it for Den of Geek on YouTube. Um, you can find it on Den of Geek YouTube on their Marvel standup playlist. Awesome. And you can find me at Randier on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is just Weeb Heaven, so you're not going to get anything outside of anime and manga there. Um, and remember uh, to join our Discord, discord.gg, to have these conversations in real time. And now.